Snooker Booker, what do you have to say to the losers? Try harder next time. You know what? <laughs> you know what? We'll That's see it. Y'all next time. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I love you anyway. Before they get in your business, be in charge of your business. Own it cause it's your business. Your business, business. Handle all of your business. Value all of your business. You say you're minding your business. My business. What's up, what's up, good people? Oh my goodness, as we go on. We remember. All right, listen, this is our season finale. Just so happens to be around the same time every year because that's when we started, that's when we finished. This week, we're going to have a little recap, talk about the things we loved during the first season. Then what are we going to be looking forward to on season two? We also have Raynell Jones come through. She talks some volleyball, which if you don't know, volleyball is one of the fastest growing sports along with flag football and other things of that nature. I know y'all heard of pickleball. And also we're going to do a little trivia because you know we like to play some games. So this is our season finale. Get turned up. We're going to have a little fun. Let's go! Okay, so this is the season finale, so y'all better bear with me because I got a lot to say. And when I say I got a lot to say, this is the most wonderful time of the year. It's my favorite time of the year. It's the holiday season. However, I understand that holidays are different things for different people, depending on if you have loved ones with you or not with you, if you're feeling some type of way or not feeling some type of way, if you have people that are sick in your family or not. And so for us, you know, we had a lot of health scares come up recently and it makes you have a different view on the holidays. All I was about to wish for this Christmas was health. And I think that that's the kind of feel that people have had since the pandemic. When you think about what things matter the most, you start to really realize those things on the holidays. And so on this holiday, by the way, go ahead and download This Holiday by Serena Grace. It's a bop. That's one of our favorite songs on the holidays. But it's also, I listen to it not even just on the holidays, but it's This Holiday by Serena Grace. But on this holiday, I just want to wish everybody health and prosperity because Right now, we living in some crazy times. I mean, in Georgia, we have a runoff that I can't even believe is going to be a runoff. And no to the fans of the other side, it's not a 40-yard dash. We're having a runoff, a Senate runoff, and it's a crazy time for Georgia. But it's not just Georgia. We see all different types of things going on in the world. We see mass shootings every other day. Mass shootings every other day? I'm trying to figure out why, how, how do we get here? Why are we here? In Atlanta, even, there was a vigil for a little boy that was shot and killed, and then someone else got shot and killed at the vigil. How? Can we make that make sense? I mean, as a community, and I know that these are isolated events. Some of these people have mental illness. Some of these people don't. But either way, as a community, we got to figure out how to do better. I know that the government needs to do their part as well. I know that there's all kinds of different factors, but a lot of times when I see these different shows and I see these different documentaries and these different docuseries, there were so many touch points where the person that committed violence was just looking for love or looking for something. So I'm just thinking that as a community, maybe we start got to start giving people a little bit more something. Like whatever that something is. And it starts with parents. Give a little something to your kids because a lot of times we see that that's one of the the big missing links. But every other day we're starting to see shootings, Walmart, different places like that, school shootings. What's going on? It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. 
And when you do an act of violence like that, you ruin a whole family's Christmases forever. You ruin a whole family's lives forever. You ruin families' hopes and dreams. I mean, even with the football team that we saw, shouts to the Patriots who, for the Virginia football team, the Patriots owner sent his plane so that the players could get to the funerals. The whole team could get back and forth to the funerals. That's what I'm talking about, a little bit of humanity. Just, just a little something that could go a long way this holiday by Serena Grace, okay? But listen, I'm just saying, like, we have to figure out, I know that everybody, I'm all about the, like, moments, equal momentum, and add your moment. Like, I'm. this is me trying to add my moment to, like, let's just start, even if somebody ain't doing something right with you, maybe let's just start burying all the, you know, all the bad feelings. Let's just start like connecting with people you haven't talked to in a while. I mean, we should take the situation that happened with the Migos. We know that there was a little bit of estrangement going on there. And I'm sure that everybody in the group thought that they would be back together at a certain point, but then tragedy happened before they could get back together. Let's use that as an example. Don't wait. What are we waiting on? I'm just saying this holiday, I just feel like at a certain point as a community, we we lost our way. It started to be way too much about me and less about we. And I know that's asking a lot. So maybe just starting your family. Don't start with strangers. Starting your family and do better with your uncle, your aunt, your cousin that you don't speak to, your mom, your dad. I'm just saying. But as I just think about this holiday and I, every time I turn on the news, I'm holding my breath that something crazy didn't happen. And then when I see in the city, it's in, I'm like, oh, goodness, where's my niece? Where's my nephews? Where's my family? No one wants to live like that as a community. I mean, even it's athletics, it's crossed over to everything. What's going on in Iran? Like, what's going on? Our community, we see a lot of different things going on. We see a lot of things that are made to divide us. At most, we're more alike than we are different. I told you I had a lot to say. I'm sorry it's the season finale. I got a lot to say, but it seems to me like we're way more alike than we are different, even as I see people's struggles. The Jewish community, we way more alike than we are different. AAPI, way more alike than we are different. We all struggling. So I'm just trying to figure out why we can't struggle together. I just feel like it would be better to struggle together than to struggle separately in these different groups. I feel like we could push the envelope further if we struggle together. So this holiday by Serena Grace, let's struggle together, man. I, let's just, I wish everybody help, but I wish the most I wish is community this holiday. reasons 1 million downloads you guys in less than a year come on like let's just yes 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 yes. Yes. i'm telling you it's not just so people know it's not easy to have a podcast i know that there's a whole group on the internet that is like anti-podcast by the way i be seeing y'all's tweets where they're like (laughs) we don't want another podcast to ever release ever again i feel you there are a lot of podcasts out there which is why we're so excited that we can get to this milestone because it's not easy you could have been anywhere in the world but you here with us so that's why we want to just thank you guys one million downloads. Yes, y'all, has yes, any of y'all yes. ever got a million of anything? Like, I think this is my first million of anything. No, definitely, definitely mine. Not. 
Definitely mine. <laughs> I'm looking forward to dollars one day. <laughs> Listen, I like we're trying to get there. I'm trying to get to a million dollars. I'm trying to get to a million platinum everything. Um, like yes. a million dollars, a million downloads, a million followers for Montgomery & Co. Like we trying to get to a million. Now that we here, it feels good. I want to come back. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. So we wanted to just say a quick thank you to you guys because obviously we don't get to a million without you listening yes. to this right here, mm-hmm. which is a million and one, a million and two. We count and counting. Yep, yep, so yes. thank you guys. Thank you. And because it's our season finale, we wanted to kind of get to a, a a recap sort of feel about all the things, you know, all the things, whether it's the holidays that just passed, the holidays that's coming up, whether it's our favorite parts of the show. We just want to kind of talk and wrap it with you guys. So where do we even start? And there's another holiday this week, too. Your birthday's tomorrow. Oh, so there's that. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> to me, birthdays aren't really like a holiday. I don't know why. What? It's like... That's the biggest holiday. Yes, it is. See, that's why it's like, you know, see, I'm the same way. (laughs) We can go without the fanfare on my birthday. Just definitely. Thank God I'm here. But that's about it. Don't thank me. Thank God. That's all. I can There's say. some people that want you to celebrate their holiday. I'll be their birthday the all year. month. It's no, like the whole this year. their birthday month. <laughs> yes. For the whole year. For the whole I, I just season. am not that tight. I don't want to burden my friends and family with that much celebration. But I do like, to, you know, a little cake, a little get together. I do like that. I will find anything to get together with my friends and family. <laughs> and I'm okay with and that, that too. that's one of the occasions. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yes, we have a lot to celebrate this holiday season. So, where do we start? What do we want to talk about first? Do we want to recap season one and just like what moments stood out to us? Because I know for me, I'm going to tell you right now, it was Gina. It's Gina for me. Okay. <laughs> if you write, produce, and are the brainchild of love and basketball, mm. like I love and Legend. basketball. If you did all of that, Gina Prince-Bythewood, if you did all of that, that's the highlight for me for season one because it's like... And the Woman King. Oh, and the Woman King. I'm not even like, let me know. I'm just I'm just going back to the nostalgia of it all for me. <laughs> and loving basketball is it. So to have her come join the whole fam, which I know Colin Snook was probably sick of loving basketball when it came to me. So to have the whole fam on here... As we talked to her, that was like, you can't tell me nothing, (laughs) right? Like, that's just how I feel. Like, I just think that she's legendary. I love that it was a woman. And I love the story that she told us behind it on the fact that she pitched it to her alma mater. She pitched it to other places and they didn't feel like this type of movie was their brand. Mm, no. Just on you, right? It this seems like bitch. this is a brand for everybody. Everybody. You may have a good idea right now. I think they said there's all kinds of these stories. Y'all have heard it where somebody pitches a book. I know that the Harry Potters was pitched multiple times, turned down multiple times. Yep. I know that there was all kinds of these stories. So I'm just, in case, I know you already know, but let this be a reminder that you may have a mega idea and a hundred people think it's trash. Yeah. And then it goes on to be one of the greatest of all time. 
And it shows how how important how important it is to have supportive family members because if it wasn't for her husband telling her, no, nah, this yep. is fire, this is a good idea. She because I think that every creative thinks that their work is trash sometimes. Definitely. You know, I'm definitely guilty of that. So, you know, you need that that support system to, to push you a little bit and say, no, nah, this is actually good. You know, because sometimes it does take a little bit outside of yourself. So so kudos to to Hubby as well. Shouts to Hubby, the support system. Yeah, man. And so for me, that was my moment this season. I mean, there were so many moments like that I could think about. Um, we had authors, we had entrepreneurs, we had everything that we wanted to have on here. We had athletes. We want to cover a little bit of everything. We want to cover world news. So we had journalists on. We want to cover sports. So we had Deja Kelly and other people, actually athletes that are currently playing. And shouts to UNC. Shouts to Deja Kelly. Y'all squad is doing well. So we had all of that energy on here. So for me, it's just more of the same. But and it's coming Gina back for season me. Two as well. Season two, Deja will be back. We're going to have more vibes back. Bomani going to come back season two yes. he got green lit for season two yeah. i'm just saying yes. so I, it's a lot of energy what y'all like what was y'all feeling well i started off here one of my favorites because i like watching tv a lot especially mini series or whatever where i can watch it all at one time and one of my favorite was bel-air okay and we were lucky enough to have Rasheem knew someone there, the, one of the producers for that show. And I absolutely watched it. I watched it again. And guess what? For season two, I'm hoping that their second season will be out and that we'll be able to discuss it on our show. <laughs> Love that. Yes. Uh, we're a fan of Bel Air for yeah, sure. That, I mean, yeah, that's definitely one of our family shows that we watched faithfully every week. Can't wait. Can't every wait. Every week. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Not every week. And I think my favorite was Moco Live. I think the whole vibe yeah. of it was just fun because number one, it was so unpredictable as to what was going to happen. So it was just great. And we were taking shots. So it and, was really unpredictable. And, and, we were, and we did a little drinking. Shots were taken. And we had, we had, we had Juju company. Yes. We Juju Ami was in the building. Yes. It was a vibe. It we were vibe. covering, you know, the sport we love, the WNBA. So it had like all of our favorite things mixed in there. Yep. Yeah, that was a vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked episode 21. Episode 21, when we oh. did it in West Virginia with, with everybody, that was, was like great. the first time that we did like a live, live show. And it was so much fun just like being there with everybody. It was kind of like the like the MoCo Live. But even then, uh, you know, only Renee and I and Juju and uh, there was a couple people here. But for that one, Snook, Nicole, uh, Shay, Renee, we were all in one room. And it was so funny. Like even like listening back to it, I was cracking up because everybody was like cracking jokes on me because I'm the sentimental one of the group I'm, I'm the sap and everybody's like no we're not doing that and so I was it was so funny that was probably that was my favorite episode for like I have a lot of favorite episodes, but that was probably my 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 top. That's awesome. Yep, I would agree with that too. Those were yeah. all good, actually. Well, you know, I always love having you, and you always yes. love having you Aww. and everyone in West Virginia. Yes, you know, uh, spe- speaking of, I was I was dreading leaving West Virginia early because I did have a double. I had, I had to I had to have a dual Thanksgiving this year because I had to visit my family in West Virginia, and then I had to visit my family in Virginia as well. So I flew out the day after Thanksgiving, and that hurt me so bad for well the, the first reason why it hurt me is because i didn't want to miss out on the leftovers because everybody knows that the best part of thanksgiving is the leftovers in the family of course <laughs> okay but- so wait that brings me so- how long are you like 
Thanksgiving aside, even maybe, how long are leftovers allowed to go? Like, are mm. we like, oh, this, is this it is a debatable. week long thing? Is this is this like you get three days in the fridge and that's out? Like, we're not eating the same leftovers <laughs> after three days. I'd love to hear what's y'all's thoughts on this. Like, and also, wait, before we go to that, Roy, Paul, Juju, y'all got anything on yeah, just this past season I know for a fact Juju's one? a germaphobe, so I want to hear Juju's answer on how long <laughs> leftovers are good for. <laughs> yes, let's hear it. Oh, man, uh, leftovers to me, I give them a good two two days. Oh, that's good. The, the, that's the good. Two days. Two days? And for Thanksgiving, I didn't even do nothing. You didn't do nothing? No, nah, I, um, I watched a lot of football, which was fire as hell. Definitely. But... I didn't get a chance to see my family, so soon I would be able to see them. But next, oh time. man, we're gonna have to start bringing you yeah, to our family gatherings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we're we're your adopted family over here, so I don't like Facts. that. You, I didn't know that you spend the the holidays by yourself. You said watching football. I I, I assume football with your family, yeah. but hey, now it's my job because because see what's going on now is. What happened was we got a lot of World Cup coverage going on mm-hmm. and the communication fell through the cracks. So I was essentially the only person that met a lot working oh. on no. Thanksgiving. Okay, so trying look, to get people to stand okay, up. Okay, no, <laughs> we're gonna say it right here. For then, real, that, that really happened. Don't be having no. Juju over Okay. He needs his holidays with his family. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. We talked about it too. I, yeah, I, I did no. the same stuff last Christmas at Thanksgiving, because we put out podcasts on those days. Mm-hmm. So I'm like well, let me just do what my job. But we had a meeting about that this morning. No, so, so cool. let me, <laughs> so and let me cool. tell y'all, for all the people, because I didn't got some tweets that are like, hey, when, when are you coming back? When? This is why we take holidays off. Because I think mm-hmm. I, if y'all didn't see Issa Rae's, she did a hilarious reel that she said, I'm on vacation. I'm on holiday. Don't hit my assistant. She on holiday too. So this is why we take off. Just so y'all guys know why Montgomery and Co. This is our season finale right here at the top of December. We like people to enjoy the holidays. That's me. It's more of a me thing. I don't, if I don't want to work on the holidays like that, I don't want people. I want you to be able to enjoy your holidays. Juju. So sh- I would like and, to hear sh- that. Shout out to everybody who's working on Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving, because we know that that's definitely a reality. Sometimes definitely. even the day after Thanksgiving, I'm about to catch a flight and I'll go through a drive through and there's people there. And I think of, I'm like, wow, they're working on Thanksgiving or day after Thanksgiving. You know, the sh- shout out mm-hmm. to all the hard workers out there working on the holidays. Shout, yes, shout out definitely. to him. And look at Roy just chomping it and smiling. What up, <laughs> Roy? Roy, what's, what's Are those going your on? leftovers? What? Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's way past two days now, Roy. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> don't make Juju sick. <laughs> exactly. I was too old. I said, I knew that what I think you, it is. Is this really Thanksgiving leftovers too, Roy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shame, no shame. You gotta get it done. It's almost a week. A week oh, wow. So, when you're talking about holidays <laughs> and people celebrating their holidays, in our family, we're so into getting together for specific holidays that if the holidays, natural day doesn't work for us, we move it to a day that it will work for us. As we did this year, we can't be together for Christmas. So we moved Christmas to the day after Thanksgiving. So everybody would still be together. So Christmas came early. We already already exchanged presents. I know what Cole Cole got me this dope designer hoodie. Right? We already know. We already... 
We already did all of, normally our Christmas happens December 24th. That's when we actually celebrate Christmas in our family. And then December 25th, it's kind of to what Juju said, like our whole family this Thanksgiving was watching the most viewed NFL Thanksgiving Day game, New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys my yes. brother-in-law is a Giants fan. Woo. My Diddy is a Cowboys fan. So funny. my Diddy came in there, crip walking on that thing when the Cowboys <laughs> won. It was just, he actually it was did. Nuts. He like, actually, he actually did. came in there dancing and I was so surprised. <laughs> It was shocking. <laughs> we don't see Diddy dance. It was I've shocking. Never seen but that. that's what you do when your team wins on Thanksgiving Day. I so guess your son we were all team. watching Diddy the same banging. thing and enjoying it. So uh, anybody else, though, for season one, what like the feels, the vibes or anything like that? I want to always just as Roy tears down his Thanksgiving leftovers. He's making me hungry. <laughs> well, I will say or this. Or is it hangry? I will say I will say this. I'm going to give Krishan Rock her uh, her kudos here. It's a vibe all the time. Hey. <laughs> this season was a vibe all the time. It was. It all was. The time. <laughs> Five all the time. My favorite moment was Roy telling Monica McNutt to tr- no, not them headphones. <laughs> the other ones, and she tore up her house with her headphones. I was like, oh my yeah. god, that shit took an hour. Behind, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, is that's pretty funny. Y'all didn't even well. get to see behind that Behind the part. scenes, <laughs> right behind the scenes. So that the boy best, hell on them folks. Listen, the behind the scenes is hilarious. Yes, he likes pristine audio yes. where it's like immaculate. It nothing wrong with it. But when you have guests calling in from their house or in the car or anywhere. That don't sit real with Roy. I even have a saying with Roy that he was grumpy, but he created a masterpiece because Roy, yes. he be giving them, like like Juju said, he be giving them down to earth. Like, hey, where them headphones at though? And it's like, Roy, you think we could go without the headphones? No, no, no. Where them other headphones at? Like, go find them other ones. That's what he did to Monica McNutt, as you guys probably well, see Well, somebody's got to produce this show. It might as well be you. <laughs> and we'd be fighting you the whole way. We'd be like, that don't matter. And be like, okay, fine. Well, let's see how it does when, it, when you do do it. And it actually mm-hmm. ends up being a masterpiece. It does. It does. Yeah, not Props. Really, but yeah, sure. It does. <laughs> He's like, man, we got we got to do like like a reel or something of like the outtakes because behind the scenes, Juju's right is is hilarious. It There's is. so many things that don't make the show that are so funny, but we got to condense exactly. it into one hour. We could be talking to the president of the United States of America. Hold on, big bro. Put your headphones in. Uh, put your presidential headphones on. Let's go. Exactly. And then and then Paul gonna come off the top ropes. Paul gonna call the top row. Uh, I can't hear you. Come back and put that in. Exit the whole thing out. Matter of fact, we blew it. Everybody, we blew it. Stop recording. Lock back in. Let's go stop it and restart it. Still hurt. I'm still hurt about this show that didn't record half of it and the interview was so good. We were talking oh, yeah. we were talking what happens at the bottom of football pals. They were it was some nasty stuff yes. they were saying. Then VP hits me talking about it didn't record Riverside. Mm-hmm. Oh, it recorded that the people. That was a tough day for it me. It recorded the people it, that were actually had their screens off and the people who had the screens on. It didn't record. <laughs> so he, he saw <laughs> the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. Mm, made a masterpiece out of that one. And Paul head exploded <laughs> on, on camera. <laughs> 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 Crazy. But without him, but but he keep like he said he keep us together. He does. Yeah, so, he does. So, Roy and Paul are the same person. Go on. Yeah. That's what we have to do. When you create a show, that's why when I said at the top, it's not easy to week to week to create a podcast. Look at all these humans on here that it takes, it takes to make this podcast go. Takes like that's a lot of communicating. That's a lot of things going on week to week. So that's why I said to get to a million downloads. 
we're like we hype, hype, hype because yes. we know that there's a lot of podcasts that VP. What was that stat you told me about? Most podcasts don't make it past like how many episodes? Like ten, twenty, really? like something wow. low. Yeah. Wow. Because that's 20 weeks of figuring it out. Yeah. I can wow. see why people, yeah, yes. when you think about it in weeks terms, 20 weeks of having to figure it out week to week with different people, work together, collaborate. I can see after 20 weeks, if it ain't going well, somebody like, forget it. All right. That's it. About. So yeah. we hear our one season one finish. That's why we celebrating because it's not easy. And shouts to the Levitard and friends, Levitard show, all the whole crew. Shouts to Dan, man, because yes. people may not know this about Dan, but he wrote me a four page letter Absolutely. about all the four different things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> about all the different things that he's seen, the things that he likes, the things that he thinks that we could elevate on. He ain't have to do that. Yes, I'm sure he's you, busy Dan. running a whole larger company, but he wrote me the longest email about just like everything that he's seen in season one and how he's hype about it and the things that he sees it going to. And he probably wouldn't want us saying this because, you know, he's all tough and stuff. But Dan, with me and Renee always say that Dan is a big teddy bear. So thanks, yeah. Dan. <laughs> thank, yes, thank, thank, thank you, you for everything. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you just for your kindness. We appreciate you. It's connected over here. So that's all. I mean, I'm like, I don't know how many people's big, big, big boss is writing in, in a four page letter after examining the show and looking at different things. And so I just like we ha we're happy to be here. Montgomery and Co is happy to be a part of the Levitard Network because this is what you get when you do. We get all of this goodness. So enough with the sappy stuff. <laughs> moving, 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 moving on to. We wanted to listen. Music is a big part of life. I'm not even going to just say the holidays. Music is a big part of life. And so what's y'all's favorite Christmas music? Like, I don't it's hard to decide because we know that Mariah Carey tried to get a trademark, the Queen of Christmas, and that got rejected mm. or something of that nature. So know we know Mariah Carey <laughs> was trying to be the Queen of Christmas and she just might be. I saw that she's made like seventy five million dollars off of her Christmas album. To wow. date, she makes two and a half every year, two and a half million every year. Unreal, unrealness. But what's y'all's favorite Christmas songs? What's up? My favorite Christmas song, one of the top ones, is always uh, Boys to Men and Brian McKnight, whoever it is. They be like, let it snow. Oh, let it snow. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yes. I like that one. I that one. Well, since, since we're doing a, a little a little throwback, I, I always I always did like TLC. Have a very merry Christmas. Oh, God. That, was, that, that, was, that was my jam. That was my jam. Oh my God! Like Santa Claus is coming to town by the Jackson Five. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Young Mike. loves that one. I like Rum DMC's Christmas uh, song. Ooh, I can't think of the song yet, but that was my favorite. Christmas in Holland. That was mine. That was mine. What the hell? Which one? Run MC? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, Paul now. Okay, Paul was on that same wavelength. Cole, Cole stole the song. <laughs> yeah, I have a tie. I got uh, This Christmas by Donnie Hathaway. And I got, that's, uh, a, that's a classic. Merry Christmas by The Temptations. Well, can you give us a snippet sing? Everybody else stay oh, a little the Temptations. I know. You got to sing a little right, bit, Roy. Come on, Roy. Let's get it. Let's go. And this Christmas <laughs> will be very special Christmas. That's right. For me. Chris Brown ruined that one. Yeah, and then Temptations over here going like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't deny it. I'm a, I'm a baritone. 
I'm surprised nobody said Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. Uh, Man, get out of Two Americas. <laughs> Two Americas. <laughs> Two Americas. It's a no for me. That didn't even make my playlist. That didn't even make my Christmas playlist. I'm going to tell you that right now. So I'm that awkward pause was everything. Everybody's like, I know everybody's like, um, <laughs> you, the craziest part is I never even heard that song. That's what. Yes, you have. No, me neither. Yes, you have. You a million heard. and one times, Renee. Well, I, I have been with you. It's not on my playlist. It ain't on my playlist. So the playlist that I've been playing for at least the last 10 years, I can guarantee you Elvis Presley ain't on it. I'm going to tell you that right now. No offense to the Elvis lovers, but he ain't on none of my playlists. I don't have one playlist. No, take offense. Take offense. That was not the most Snook, you can silence a room. No that Elvis Presley song on no playlist on no like, phone. Like, like crickets. <laughs> <laughs> She sounds a room. She sounds all of us. We were all like, like who listening to you ain't nothing but a hound dog in real life? Like I'm just saying, like, ain't nobody got Doja Cat. Wait, you wait, mean Doja man. Cat? Wait, how do you know about Doja Cat? Yeah, I remember. What? Because I, I, I like that song. No, he's right to ask that question. Yeah, I remember when Boys the Man jumped Fresh Prince in the studio. What? <laughs> for, for messing up. Um, you better they tell us the, the Christmas story. Song. It's on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Whenever uh, I think oh, one of the boys, okay. two men, took his girlfriend, oh, he came in there yes. pushing buttons. Yes, okay, listen, the Santa hat. you got to clarify now because the Fresh Prince is out here, okay? Because I didn't know it was a real fight. <laughs> there's, a, there's a new Fresh Prince, right? <laughs> right. right. He be able to jump them in real life. In real life, it's not them. I mean, between yes. them and Bell Biv DeVoe, I mean, my goodness, right. hey, with everybody. That just reminded me of something. Shouts to Will Smith because he's doing his redemption tour with the media, and he's targeting. Targeting black out- outlets only. So I saw him all the smoke, TSR. Um, he did uh Trevor Noah. So shouts to him on being intentional. I know that he's trying to, he has a film that's coming out, and everybody knows that when somebody has a project coming out, you go on a media tour. Unfortunately for his media tour, it's also it's about the movie, but it's a lot about also how he's overcame the situation that he's in. He's trying to overcome. He's trying to overcome the situation that <laughs> happened, but shouts to him he's and his intentionality. He's still in a situationship <laughs> and all these different types of things, but we still going to watch Bel Air. You know? We still going to support his movie. And I, well, I am. I'm going to just speak for me. I'm going to still watch Bel Air and I'm going to still watch Cobra Kai and all those other hey, projects attached to Will Smith. I'm still here. So if I was going to wrap it up. I would tell you my most unpopular Christmas song for me. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a grain deer. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah, that, that, that song is pretty, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That song is it's pretty, pretty tragic. Yes. Who sang that song? Lil Yachty? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a whole oh, one full one y'all know i'm way too into christmas <laughs> wow, i've been doing the christmas gosh. countdown for about two months now i got a real christmas playlist so you know the playlist starts with this holiday by serena grace then i got <laughs> please come home for christmas aaron neville silent night boys to men last christmas by the glee cast don't judge me that song is lit every year <laughs> every christmas luther vandross give love on christmas johnny gill 
Christmas tree, Lady Gaga, my Christmas tree. (laughs) Um, Do you hear what I hear? Whitney Houston, Christmas in Hollis, Run DMC, Christmas Mariah Carey. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Michael Buble, and I saw he was trending before Mariah Carey. I like his voice, yes. I haven't heard of him in a while. And then this is where I think I'm going to lose a lot of people. I know that I'm going to lose a lot of y'all right now. That was that was pretty much my next fourteen <laughs> songs on my Christmas playlist. Oh my goodness, are all Justin Bieber? I next knew she was gonna say that Bieber, that Bieber, Bieber, that Bieber. Yes, she loves Justin Bieber. Drummer Bieber Boy Bieber by Justin Bieber, Fa La La no, featuring no. Boys to Men, Mistletoe. No. Come on now, it's the most wonderful <laughs> no. time yeah, of the one. year. Uh, 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 no. uh, swear with so much cheer. <laughs> All I want for no. Christmas, Santa Claus. Listen, Bieber got a fire Christmas album. I know I lost a lot of people on that one. That's why I had to tell y'all the top part. Y'all heard that Johnny? I Hill. don't know. I think I think Mistletoe is a good one. And um, he didn't he have he had he had one of the artists that one of the writers that used to work at Chris Brown. I forgot his name. I can't think of his name right now. Kevin something. I think so. I, he definitely had a good Christmas R and B album. I think. No. Yes, he did. <laughs> All we waiting on now is that Juju Christmas song. Maybe features her. <laughs> now we waiting on is just to add to the playlist because we already got this holiday and we already got the vibes and that's all we need. So anything else? Snook said her least favorite Christmas song is Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. But I don't know no. if I have a least favorite. And her favorite I- song was Blue Suede Shoes by Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have to shout out Whitney Houston, Joy to the World. That was my go-to song when people asked me to sing. Joy to the World, Whitney's version. And um, Mariah's Christmas album, come on. She has, I, I got to, that, that's definitely one of the top, top, top. Top, the top, most, Mariah, one of the are you most gonna successful. Give us, are you going to sing a little something? I know you don't even like when people oh, do Lord. that. Oh, Lord. I know you don't even like when people do that because I know it best because I'm married to you. So the snow's coming down. One more time. I'm, I'm going to do that one more time because that was, I need to warm up. Okay. You should be here with me. Serena, please yes. come around. They're singing hey. deck the halls. Come on, baby. The church hey. bells in town hey. are ringing a song full of happy sounds. Baby, please come home. That's it. I knew yeah. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're singing I, I, deck I, the deck halls. But, but it's not, not like, like Christmas you. at all. Yeah. I remember when you were. What is it? What is it? I forgot. Here. And all the fun that we. <laughs> Dear. I, I love you guys. I'm I'm literally the most shy person in this whole wide this world. This is just and my, crazy. And, you got a full concert and right now. You, you got a concert. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Sam, I'm not talking to you for like a week. Oh, my <laughs> oh, is ridiculous. Fine. You God. are amazing singer. I would sing. Y'all would be yeah. sick of me. I would never you shut like, up. Right? Right? I think we're all strangers and stuff. It's hard to sing in front of the people that <laughs> you know, okay? Really? Oh, he's going to sing. Uh-oh. Really? Because you, I, I see, Serena, you know, really? you've been around my family. <laughs> you, you know, we sing now. about anything. We sing about anything, <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> anytime, <laughs> anyplace, got, and we can't sing. Serena. I got you, Serena. <laughs> Come on, Juice. Renee just made my ears, ears bleed, like. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. See, I don't care. You got to have no shame. Yeah, what about you? We don't care. We can't Renee, sing. Renee, she always tells me this. Go ahead, Juju. Merry Christmas, baby. 
I do not know the words. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, Welcome. Roy, you got a little something for Christmas? That deep voice? No. No, I do not. (laughs) He said no. Don't include me. Paul, you got a little something? You got to say white Christmas, Roy. Hell no. White Christmas to America's. Paul, you sure? (laughs) I'm I'm good. Yep. Okay, let me see. Cold? No. Shake a hand. All right, so this Christmas, everybody. Listen, we just want to thank you. Oh, now you want Christmas. To me. What is going on? I love it. Shake a hand. Merry Christmas, man. Happy Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Raynell Jones is a standout student athlete at the University of of Maryland. Raynell Jones has broken records. We're going to get into all of that, but welcome into Montgomery and Company. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love seeing that diversity. It's so amazing to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because this, you are, you know, there, we talked to Amanda Seals. She was on the show, friend of the show. We love Amanda. And we talked about athlete activism and what it looks like 2020. It was like, it was a jump off. You know, we was all up there like, what up with it? You know, and you were a part of that group. And so just what made you want to speak out in a sense of just, I know athletes have a certain energy about us that we're confident and different things of that nature, but speaking out is a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. The WBA and the NBA, they definitely started it all. You know, Colin Kaepernick back in 2016, he started it. He started the kneeling during the anthem and that was a whole movement that, you know, the world wasn't ready yet. So I'm really glad that, you know, 2020 happened and us to really realize what's going on in the world. I love that. And so, listen, you are an athlete and I'm, I want to stick on that because I, I recently saw you in an ad and it was with Under Armour. Come on with it. I saw you. They have new innovation. I think it's called the Slip Speed that you were a part of. We love covering name, image and likeness and doing different things. So what was that like? Yeah, it was amazing. It was oh so long. I was not expecting the behind the scenes at all, but it was really cool being a part of the commercial behind the scenes and they had me work out they had me wearing fake sweat but also actually sweating so it was it was absolutely amazing I love it. how long was the was the shoot for it was five and a half hours so it was oh. it was a good days of work for sure okay well somebody that's in film will be like oh that's nothing we do minimum right? 12 hour right. days <laughs> no but that is that is quite a bit for for a commercial though for a 30 second spot 
yeah. Oh yeah. I'm glad they actually have athletes doing it now because we we can make it look good. We can make it look athletic. So that's the best part. Yeah. No, but you know what? We bring up something funny because you said it was a long day, and I tell Serena this all the time because athletes and doing media different things of that nature we process it different right because you said mm-hmm. like it was a long day it was five and a half hours and i was like i feel you but then it's <laughs> on the other side of it because i'm on that other side now the other side of it is five and a half hours is a half work day when you're talking about the film industry they be doing 12 hour days filming no i feel you i feel you i'm not ready for that yet but i'm definitely soaking it all in for now <laughs> Well, get ready because listen, you've had a record-breaking career at Maryland. I talked about it at the top, but that record-breaking is in blocks. You passed the 650 mark going down in the history books. I know you're still kind of in the moment, but what is that like? You know, like you're forever a part of Maryland's history now. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. I definitely had a goal since I got to Maryland. What am I going to make of myself? Since my dad was here before me, I was like, I need to, you know, make my mark from the get-go. So that was really cool that I got to do it. And I didn't realize that I did it until I was told after the game. So I was I was definitely really surprised when it happened. It was really cool being able to, you know, make my name. Nice. I love that. You said your dad was there before you? Yes, he played with Len Bias back in the 80s. You guys wow. know? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. good teammates. So, yeah, it's definitely, I guess, big shoes to fill whenever I came to Maryland. That's <laughs> awesome. And that's you did awesome. that. So, I mean, talk about that because it's, that's one thing. We see it a lot now. I mean, my son, he plays basketball and he's playing against Jay. Smith's kid. He's playing against Ray John Rondo's kid. And so we're starting to see that next generation. And you're that at Maryland for your dad. Like, what is that like? The people on campus, like, who do they know who you are before you got there? What was that like? Yeah, they knew who I was before. They wanted to, I guess, really show that, you know, we know who you are and we know what to expect. But I definitely wanted to make my mark in volleyball because he was basketball and basketball swag is a lot more different than volleyball. So I have to, you know, find that thing that'll make volleyball really unique. <laughs> What's yeah. volleyball swag like? Because I mean, I'm a hooper, so I know that. But, well, how would you describe your volleyball swag? Yeah, so especially with my curly hair, the, the four hawk, that's my thing. I try to, you know, bring on the diversity with the curls and the uniqueness yes. and the jewelry. So that's probably my favorite part in the dancing all the time. So that's that's the best I can do for now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, volleyball be having chance. Cheers. We have family members that play. So volleyball has their own vibe and swag. And you brought up the curly hair and different things of that nature. And I know that was part of your journey just getting to know yourself and and your culture like just as a woman yeah yeah I definitely agree I think it's it's been hard honestly sometimes being the only black girl on the court is is really difficult but hopefully you know the people off the court the women and the men off the court that are you know minorities people of color hopefully they can see that you know it's growing it's taking a long time but it's growing overall We've been talking about the growth in women's sports in general, not just volleyball, not just basketball, but there's soccer, there's the PHF, there's so many different leagues where we hear the same thread that it's growing, it's growing slowly, but it's growing. But I like any type of progress. And we see with the volleyball that, okay, I've heard myself, I was just now at the NWSL championship weekend and there was somebody talking to me about, hey, volleyball and professional leagues. So we know that there's Athletes Unlimited and we also know that there's the Love One League where that's on the rise. And so you're an athlete now, a college athlete that's looking to move on to the next level. So what are your thoughts? Like what what are you looking forward to now having finished a stellar college volleyball career? It's been, it's been cool. I did hear about Athletes Unlimited. I'm glad there's kind of like a, NBA, WNBA, NFL kind of effect with volleyball, especially since it's more of a foreign sport at this point. So I know a lot of 
college athletes, even myself, we're going to go right out of, the, out of the country to play some more ball. So hopefully Athletes Unlimited is going to be the next step for me. So I'm definitely appreciative of it. Well, okay. So you talked about overseas. So you already, do you already know where you're going overseas? I don't. I'm actually not allowed to sign because I'm still in college. So it's not oh. legally allowed. Wait a minute. <laughs> we don't want no problems. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, so that brings up something though, because as a WNBA player, I played 11 seasons in the WNBA and I played 10 of those overseas as well. So the WNBA has two seasons in the summer we play in the WNBA, but then in the off season, we go overseas and it's a very different lifestyle, but it's a very normal lifestyle for us. And, and the same for volleyball players. So what are you looking forward to? What are you nervous about? Yeah, the food. It's so much healthier overseas, <laughs> what I've heard. So I'm glad, you know, no more McDonald's and I can eat some, you know, <laughs> pasta, some nice real milk. So that'll be really cool. I'm really excited about the food. They still got McDonald's overseas. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks totally different from American McDonald's, <laughs> even over there. It's, so. different. it's definitely different. And so, I mean, there's a there's a lot of talk about just women's sports and like I said, that overseas and that home duality, but there's also still growth. We know that the the volleyball semifinals and finals are going to be going on December, what is it, 15th through the 17th? Yeah, around that time, yeah. Yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, so talk about it because we saw the final four on the women's and men's side. They look dramatically different. How does the volleyball final four and semifinals look? Yeah, it's it's intense because it's basically all of the best players in the country playing against one another and seeing, I guess, their I guess insecurities on the court versus another insecurity for another team. I think it's really cool to see even the people that we play against being in the Big Ten, seeing the people that I you know go against every single season and seeing them in the final four, even winning the national championships is it really makes me, you know, and other, hopefully other volleyball players really confident that we're in it and we're still making a difference. So, yeah. I love that. That's nice. And you talked about the big 10 and I think I saw you do a little broadcast. You hopped on the broadcast one time for the big (laughs) 10. So I want you to be a broadcaster for us again. And I want to hear some predictions on who do you think earlier, early picks for the national championship? Yeah. Okay. So for the big 10, I'm going to go for probably Florida Gators. I've always had a big love for them and their program. Um, Nebraska's, I think they're still number one right now. So they're still Badly against Wisconsin. Those two are always going head-to-head every single season. It's been absolutely amazing. And probably if I get to pick from another team in the Big Ten, probably Purdue. Even though we just beat them last a couple weeks ago, but they, they definitely gave us a fight. So Purdue, Florida Gators, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. And then probably, I guess, the last one. It has to be somewhere in the ACC. So I'm going to go for, I hope, for some NC State, some, some Wolfpack. Mm. No. You know, it's always interesting to see the schools that are good in like all kinds of different sports. It's like, goodness, the wealth. Okay. So (laughs) during the holiday season, we always talk about like traditions in sports. For instance, our family, we watch NBA games all day long. Does other sports have traditions like that when it comes to holidays? Because like that is very like we know Thanksgiving is NFL is on the Thanksgiving and it's usually all day long. So does volleyball have any of those traditions yet that I don't know about? And how can we join? Like what what's going on in the volleyball world when it comes to holidays? Yeah, um, I guess for holidays, we started pretty off early because we are in the fall. So October is kind of our month. We have our pink jerseys, pink tape, pink bands, absolutely everything pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So that's kind of our thing. So we do get to celebrate the holidays during Thanksgiving and during Christmas. But other than that, October is definitely our thing. Okay, okay. so okay. that's I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous because, you know, like when you're a college athlete, so us at UConn, 
We were there during the Christmas break. We were there during the Thanksgiving break. It was a fall sport like yours, but we didn't necessarily get to go home on those holidays. And so I don't think that people realize the commitment that not just basketball, but volleyball players make. If you had to describe to people what it's like to have to be a student athlete, try to do that. Yeah, if I could describe, I guess, a couple words of being an athlete, a college athlete, it's it's work. It is a it is a job. I know I talked about my five hour you know, commitment, but it's all day, every day from recovery to treatment, to film, to scouting. It's absolutely an all day, every day thing. So it's, it's a commitment for sure. Yeah. I mean, even that five hour shoot, I mean, the only reason why it's even able to be five hours is because a lot of work was put into that for it to be the most efficient it can be. Cause if not, it probably would have taken longer. So don't say, Oh, you know, like it's only five hours. It was a lot of work that went into that. So let's not discredit that. And let me just say this. So the slip speed, so you worked with Marcus Cheatham, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. That's my brother-in-law. This is I his shoe. This is his shoe. This is his shoe that he's launched. That's what? his. Yeah. yeah like, we're all the time, every single week. So he yeah. I didn't even know like, this. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He knew what he needed to do. I wear it every single week on all of our away games and home games. It's, oh it's, yeah. He, that's what he that's made it for. Crazy. Yep. So shouts to Marcus Cheatham. That's my sister's yes. husband's little brother. <laughs> like it's like it's so crazy. I, I knew that obviously he works in Under Armour and all of that. That's his shoe. That's wow. his shoe. Yeah. That's crazy. That it's just crazy how the connections, how life connects themselves. And yes. Marcus works not only with athletes, but he works with entertainers and he's on a huge platform. So I love to see him crossing over. And speaking of huge platforms, it also makes me think of the Olympics. And so for me, are, are Olympics on for you? I know that there's, oh, there's indoor volleyball question. and then there's outdoor volleyball. And so I'm just curious, like, are the Olympics on your mind? And, and what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, it's a big, it's a big, I guess, pipeline to go through. So I know that the girls that I played against, they are um, Dana Recchi. She's definitely in the Olympics right now. So I'm not as good as Dana Recchi. She's absolutely stunning, but she is definitely absolutely amazing. And we played against each other. I held her ground and I held my ground. So it's always been a battle between us two. But yeah, she, she's got it. I definitely want to stay overseas right now and then, you know, come back over and create my career for myself. I okay, love that. Cool. That's awesome. I love how you show respect to, you know, the OGs yes. before you. You're talented as well. I was about to say, sure. you, you, you could definitely you be are there. Record there, there you go. As well. There you go. <laughs> I, we would like, and so here's the last thing that I want to ask because. Whenever a college athlete is leaving college, there's all kinds of question marks. But for you, you already know that you're going to continue your career however long overseas, Athletes Unlimited, League One, whatever that is. But once you're actually done with the sport, what does life look like for you? Yeah, I think that's probably why, you know, we're talking now. I want to work with DEI stuff. I started the social injustice movement, you know, way before a lot of people did. So, you know, me having the education in American studies and African-American studies and a minor leadership study. So a lot of it is, I guess, building me since, you know, I had that college education to hopefully make some policy, create some laws to create some inequality that'll, you know, be destroyed and then keep moving from that. So Wow. Awesome. As Renee has mentioned, I have granddaughters who actually play volleyball for their school sports. And, you know, if you were to try to give one good piece of advice to an up-and-coming volleyball person who might want to go on to the next level and play in college, what would it be? Yeah, the biggest thing would be, I guess, learning to love the sport. So I guess learning to love, I guess, the intensity of it, the competitiveness of it, but also the friendliness of how we are as a team. So we do get to go in our huddles when it comes to earning a point or losing a point. So I think that 
the biggest thing is loving the sport and the people around you because if you aren't vibing with the people around you then it's going to be really hard to love that so shouts to the volleyball players and the fam and shouts to i'm gonna call you the legend because i mean i think what you're doing not only excelling on the court in a sense of breaking records at Maryland, but using your voice, using your experience, all of that to create a platform. You created things before, like you said, before people was even thinking about it. So we wish you the best right now, Jones, and we hope that it's a bright future. We know it's going to be. You can do whatever you want. So thank you for joining us here on Montgomery & Company. Thank you, y'all. This is amazing. I appreciate it. Okay, so that's Marcus's shoe. These this is so shoe. Yeah, he designed this shoe and he made it out of necessity because when he was in school, in high school and even middle school and private he went to private school and they were required to wear Sperry's. And mm. every single kid in the school who was a boy walked in the back of their shoes and some girls walked in the back of their Sperry's. And so by his senior year, his mother's like, I'm not buying two pairs of Sperry's a year. If you walk in the back of these shoes, you're going to wear them like that. So then when he got into college, you know, Marcus is an All-American. He played lacrosse. He wanted a shoe that was a slide, but also still to be a shoe and slide your foot in. So one day he was able to do his own project and the UA slip speed came wow. into effect. That so is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I have never walked on the back of my shoes personally. My grandfather would turn over in his grades. He called them the counterparts of the shoe. He said, you don't walk <laughs> on the counterparts of the shoe. And, <laughs> and actually, if we had guests or friends who came by, I really felt bad for him because he talked so bad to him about doing that. He would really oh get them down in the country about Well, it. listen, if, if only Grandpa could hear it now that somebody is making a whole shoe with innovation. It's like, it's like jeans exactly holding that. it. Yep, it's like how Diddy doesn't like the jeans with the ripped jeans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Diddy yeah. 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 don't want. He said, mm-hmm. why would you buy jeans with holes in them already, baby? Buying tore up clothing. <laughs> it's fashion. Old clothes. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. So that's crazy. I used to, I used to do that too. That's funny. That's why when you said the slip speed, I was like, oh, she worked with Marcus. Yeah. I was like, I know she ain't talking about our Marcus. My Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. That's Marcus. Marcus, Marcus beat him over well, there Marcus at Under making Armour. big moves. He's not little Marcus no more. Wow. Started coming to my house at 10 years old every summer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. So that was awesome. So I got, I'm going to have to text him and tell him that I just got, we just got through interviewing uh, Raynell so he can be like, really? And then I'll say, that's yeah, wild. you're going to be all over this podcast. So you might need to listen yeah, to it Yeah, he's, he's going to come tell on. Tell him next. we need to hop, have him hop on. <laughs> oh, oh, he's been waiting for that invitation. So really? definitely, oh, man. definitely. Marcus? Well, you're hearing it here right now, Marcus. You need to come on Montgomery & Co., okay? That's a little Baby, call. Come through. Uh, Marcus's babysitter was Renee. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's why I can't believe this. This is a wild turn of events. Like, what? Marcus out here doing big business. First Travis Scott, now this. Like, what is this? Like, goodness. Oh, he did. um, Oh, he he did um, Steph Curry. He did Tom Brady. He was doing all. He did all of them in the back end. Yeah, we got to have Marcus come on and talk about all the (laughs) athletes he's working with now doing his own. And what is Marcus right now? What's his um, position at Under Armour? He is actually um, Kevin Plank's counterpart. That's all he does is travel with Kevin as far as I know. And who is Kevin in case people don't know? The owner and something, something of of Under Armour, basically. So So there's that. So Marcus is well connected over there at Under Armour. So usually they're they're high-end clients. He drives uh, a Tesla. Oh, mom. (laughs) 
Wait a minute. Renee was his babysitter? Yeah. Yeah, he's young. And he's still alive? <laughs> wow. First of all, I'm, I'm on here the year 10 times. Oh, Roy, oh no. For me. Oh, oh boy, wow. you got the wrong one. This is the yes. this is the auntie that they want to be with, that they don't have to be with anybody else. <laughs> she is the one they want to be Are with. Are you kidding me? I'm a baby magnet. Like, they want to hang yeah. with oh, me. That's, love Renee. that's a love Renee. Renee. That's their it. favorite. Until it's time to change the diaper. Yeah, I don't change those diapers now. Let's <laughs> get crazy. Diapers, Let's not yeah. get crazy. That's more about me than them. But I, I <laughs> hand the stinky babies to the mamas, get them back smelling fresh, and, and they hand, hand them, them back, back to me, and yep. I smell them next with the milk in it. Oh, wee. <laughs> I love yes. it. That's when you yes. get soaked out. <laughs> you get soaked out for the diaper change. And then you go right back into the game. Yeah, yeah, no. I will call Snook and them on the phone and be like, hey, 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 what's going on now? The baby's in here pooping. What's going <laughs> on? She would do too. What's going on? I fed them, but now they hear you doing things. What's going on? That's what happens after you feed them. I have to leave work and come home. Yeah, baby. Ooh. It was funny. But yeah, yeah, so I just wanted to throw that nugget in there. So I'll let Marcus know he he has an invite to come to the party and say hi. Season two. We're going to have Marcus <laughs> yep. Cheatham, the creative genius over there at Under Armour. We're going to have him come through. Listen, the thing that we all do the most on the holidays is snacks. So we got a little trivia game to see how well do you know your snack companies? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, so we're back at it again. Moco Trivia. We love to play games over here at Montgomery and Company. We have a little bit of a competitive group, so Snook gets mad. I'm just giving y'all some spoilers. Snook gonna get mad. 
Nicole will roll her eyes and Snook is going to be like that person that has too much sportsmanship. Y'all remember that commercial where they was like, coach, it's off on me, ref. It's off on me. Snook is that guy. So she's going to have the ultimate competitive like sportsmanship. This is what we're doing. MoCo trivia. Are y'all ready? Yes. Yeah. We are. And, and Roy said he hates that commercial. It's a stupid commercial. People feel very strongly about that commercial. We don't hate you, uh, Serena, but you are very, very, like, sportsmanlike. And it's like, girl, you she better is. take she that She tried wins. to help me. She tries to help me all the time because she knows I she feels all sorry, right. the empathy. She feels a lot of empathy, okay? So <laughs> Serena is up first, too. She chose for herself to go first. And Serena, are you ready? The category is snack companies. Hmm, okay. Okay. I don't snack. <laughs> oh, yeah. I ate. All right. <laughs> All right. So question number one, we're going to do it just so people know the rules of, of the game. We go two rounds. And then if there's a tie score after the first two rounds, then we go into sudden death, a weakest link style. Okay. Serena Grace is up first. And your first question is, what is the oldest chocolate company in America? A, Mars Wrigley Confectionery. B, Ferrero Group. C, I should know how to say this, but Giraldelli. Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli, thank you. And D, Baker's Chocolate. What's the oldest chocolate company in America, Serena? I would say Mars, the first one. And that would be incorrect. Oh, it would be D, D. Baker's. It would be yeah. D, oh, Baker's. Oh, Baker's. I D, Baker's wow. is the chocolate company. I should have went first. <laughs> oh, here we go. With <laughs> here we this. go. Here we go. All yeah. right, Cole is up next. Why does Kit Kat have unique square shapes? Why does Kit Kat have their unique square shape? Cole's oh. facials. <laughs> Option A, it was designed to fit in lunch boxes. Option B, it's more attractive. Option C, to give you a break. Option D, it was a random design. <sighs> D, it was a random design. And that would be incorrect. Ooh. What does Snook say? A. A, it was designed to fit in lunchboxes. That is oh. correct. That is when kids were always, when they first came out, you always packed a lunch and they made it specifically to go in them kids' lunchboxes. That's Let me smart. find out y'all know about snack companies though, okay? <laughs> Snook does and she don't snack. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay, so Snook's question. Question one for the first round. And Roy said, if Snook gets this question wrong after knowing both of the first questions... <laughs> She's going to explode. Snook, your question is, when did the shortage of milk force a company to switch from milk chocolate to dark chocolate in its Kit Kat bars? A, during the Great Depression. B, during World War I. C, during World War II. Or D, during the Cold War. What time <laughs> forced the company to switch from milk chocolate to dark chocolate due to a milk shortage? Well, I'm going to go with C because I don't think Kit Kat was even there for World War One or what was the first one? Great Depression. <laughs> no, so I'm going with C. <laughs> that would be correct, my second <laughs> book of you. <laughs> She's three for three right now. Roy put a chat. Uh oh. <laughs> so right now, after the first round, Snookabooka has one point. Cole and Serena have zero. Shocking. Okay, back at the top to Serena. Which <laughs> which of the following companies was sued over whole grains? Okay, so they were sued over an issue involving whole grains. Which company? A Cheetos, B, 
Lay's, C, Doritos, or D, Cheez-Its? Which company was sued over a topic being whole grains? Mm, Well, I know that none of these necessarily have whole grains, but I think that I've seen whole grains on Cheez-Its. So I'm going to say Cheez-Its. And that is correct. Cheez-Its was sued yes. over Snooker Book and One Shot. <laughs> I, I, had had I was like, D, D. I do that with Snooker Book and One else's. you to know that that's correct. So now we have Serena <laughs> with one point, Snook with one point, and Cole, you are up next. Okay. What was the first spokes critter for Cheetos? Okay. So what was the first... <laughs> Y'all. And then, yeah, Roy said Cole gave you the answer, by the way, uh, Serena. You didn't see it, but Cole was writing it oh. on her screen. D. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's too much it. sportsmanship. That's what I'm talking about. She Are tried to help me out last time. So I, was... <laughs> I didn't even see you. Yeah, she was giving you the answer. <laughs> Thank you, sis. <laughs> I don't know what kind of games y'all play. I am not about that life. All right. The first spokes critter of Cheetos is A, a mouse, B, a lion. C, a cheetah, or D, a rabbit, Cole? Which one was that first folks critter? <laughs> I hate these questions. It's either a mouse or, or a lion. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with a mouse because cheese and cheese, it's, I would think it was a mouse. I don't know. Okay, so Cole... A would be correct. The <laughs> Snook wants to let you know that she is still 100% a correct. Yeah. Even though she's on snack, she knows about her snack companies, okay? Right. She on snack. She had every answer. Listen, we got a three-way tie here. Yeah, boy. So, Cole, you've already had both of your options. Serena, you've already had both of your options. So, Snookabooka, if you get this question correct, you have won the game, okay? (laughs) And I want to remind the folks listening that Snook ain't got a question wrong yet. All right. All right. Here we are. Ooh, wee. What are Cool Ranch Doritos known as abroad? (laughs) What are Cool Ranch Doritos known as abroad? A, the cool American, B, spicy hot, C, the hot American, or D, hot ranch Doritos. What are cool ranch Doritos known as abroad? Could you repeat those, please? (laughs) (laughs) Snookabooka. What are cool ranch Doritos known as abroad, meaning overseas where you visited a lot? Where have you visited me overseas, Snookabooka? A lot of places, right? Mm -hmm. So what were they calling cool ranch Doritos over there? A, the cool American. B, spicy hot. C, the hot American. Or D, hot ranch Doritos. I'm going to miss this one because I really have no idea. But I'm going to say B. That's incorrect. Well, I, I, I had no idea. It was on A, this wasn't it? Cool it's, American. It's 100% A, Cool American. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I, I was Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool American Doritos. Roy said they aren't that. even hot or spicy. <laughs> Well, I, so the good news is we are going into our oh round robin sudden death match. How this works is each person one by one. I'm going to give you a question. If you get it right, you live to see another day. If you get it wrong, more than likely you're out because whoever gets the first question right wins. If two people get the question right, we go into a sudden death with them. If three oh, people get it gosh. right, y'all know how it goes. Are y'all ready? Ready. Yes. What date is known across the United States as National Sunday Day? 
Okay, <laughs> so what date is known as National Sunday Day, which is Sunday ice cream? Y'all know what that is. Okay, so it's A, the 11th of July, B, the 11th of November, C, the 11th of December, or D, the 11th of August. So we know it's on the 11th. Mm, I would say in the middle of summer, July. That is incorrect. Nicole, do <laughs> yeah. you want to tell her what you think I the think answer it's is? November, isn't it? The correct answer is B, November 11th oh, is National wow. Sunday Day. And Cole, why do you know this? Because I had to do a whole MoCo calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Not MoCo, RMF calendar of holidays oh and Sunday day was one of the days I had to actually do. Wow, so I that's knew it. crazy. Why would they put Sunday day in the middle of fall? That doesn't it make sense. much more sense. No clue, but I remember that one. That's what I remember that That doesn't one. make sense, but Cole, since you was doing that calendar, you just might know this question then. Oh boy. Your question for your sudden death round is, what date is known as National Frozen Custard Day? <laughs> What is it? Now, what is the difference? There's no difference. No, I, whoa, know you whoa, don't, whoa. I don't eat frozen custard. I eat ice cream. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's the what's the options? Because yeah. A, 8th of January, B, 8th of March, C, 8th of July, or D, 8th of August. Which date? We know it's on the 8th. Is National Frozen Custard Day. Isn't that March? It's B, March. That would be incorrect. It's August Ooh. 8th, D. See? So again, there's no, you don't eat ice cream in the summer is what these national I don't holidays. eat custard at all. Well, that's the marketing ploy. They know you're going to eat it in the summer. They got to get you to buy it in the winter. That's, that's very true. smart. That's oh, very true. Oh, that's, that's actually, very true. yes. Very good. Yes, you're right. Okay, so Snookabooka, for all <laughs> the marbles, it's come down to this again. In the regular rounds, you had a chance to seal the deal with a, a correct answer. You are back at that again. Are you ready? I'm ready. What company is behind Little Debbie? Now, y'all know them Little <sighs> Debbie snacks now. Look at Snookabooka. <laughs> what company is behind Little Debbie? A- McKee Foods, B, Nestle, C, Round Trees, or D, Ferrero Group. What company is behind Little Debbie? I'm going to go with B because this is the only one I recognize. B, Wrong. Nestle. <laughs> B, Nestle is incorrect. It's Cole, D, ooh. the Ferrero Group. D, Ferrero Group, incorrect. Sam, oh, you got to guess? Uh, a, I don't know. <laughs> A is the correct answer. McKee Foods is behind Little Debbie. Wow. Are y'all kidding me that we got to go another round because y'all don't know how say, to like, answer Entermans these? I like or something. Okay, so here we go. We're going, this is going to be a lightning round. We don't have time for your opinions on why, who, what, when, and where. I'm going to read them <laughs> questions and y'all are going to give me some answers, okay? What was the first, and this is for Serena, what was the first soda pop made in the U.S.? A, 7-Up, B, Ginger Ale, C, Sunkiss, D, Sierra Miss. Seven up. Incorrect. It's B, oh. Ginger Ale. Snooka no Booker way. wants you to know that she is. Is that wrong answer I saw up there? No, Snook? it was B. B. Okay, it Snook B. got it correct. Oh. Okay. Y'all drink Ginger Ale. I knew he was going to get that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they drink. Cole, you're up next. What company claimed in legal battles that Pringles were not chips, but savory snacks? What company claimed in a legal battle that Pringles were not chips, but savory snacks? A, Procter & Gamble, B, Frito-Lay, C, Private Label, or D, Her Foods? Her Foods, D. 
D, final answer, her foods is incorrect. It was Procter & Gamble, Snookabooka. Wow. I didn't know if Procter & Gamble was the ones who made them. I, I, I thought it was Lay. I was going to say Lay. This know. is hilarious that y'all know everybody's answers but your own. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay, Snookabooka, are we back here? Is this deja vu times two? <laughs> Do you have that killer instinct, Snookabooka? Do I'm you want to win this, this game? I'm going to get this one. Okay. Which state made tortilla chips and salsa the state's official snack in 2003? A, Texas, B, Maine, C, New Jersey, or D, New York? I'm going to go with A real quick. A, final answer, Texas. Snookabooka is our MoCo trivia. <laughs> snack queen, even though she don't eat them snacks, she knows about them snacky companies. Okay, I'm glad I don't have to get choked. Snookabooka, what do you have to say to the losers? Try harder next time. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That's we'll it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I love you anyway. <laughs> And that's a wrap. Season one. I can't thank you guys enough. One million downloads. That's a lot of humans, a lot of downloads, a lot of thank yous. In season two, we want to elevate. In this break, write us things that you want us to talk about, things that you love, things that you might want to see more of, things that you don't want to see any more of. We want to always elevate and get better. Season two, we coming with it. We going to make them say, ah, na-na-na-na. Okay, we got some things coming down. We got Master P that's probably coming through season two. We're going to have more of the same with people like Bomani Jones coming through. We are just going to keep continuing to elevate. As always, this is family owned and operated. So this is a generational thing here. And we thank you for my family years. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's go. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.